No, Troy. Is it quiet now? Hello? 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 Yeah, it's getting you. Alright, good. Yeah. It looks a lot different this time, for some reason. Uh, let's see if we can actually... Alright, try now. Hello? 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 Yeah, that's a lot better. Okay. It's picking you up way better. Awesome. Um, I think it's getting me too. Yeah, that's fine. Alright. Alright. Cool. cool. So, um... <coughs> Birdman episode two. Yeah, yeah Birdman episode two. Nick Camarena. It's been a while. It has. It has. Um, yeah. How many years since that summer? Oh, um, for six years now. Six that, years since we worked together. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been a it's, long time. Yeah, it has. Yeah, the years just kind of meshed together. I know it, man. I know it. That was probably one of the most crazy summers of my life. Absolutely. For sure. So many stories. And many yeah. I just can't remember. And that's yeah. the best part. Yeah. Yeah. It, <clears throat> I kind of, I remembered everything better. And not because I was, um, I don't, I don't remember, I don't not remember everything because I was like drunk all the time. Oh, I was. That's where. That's yeah. Where this <laughs> is here. Yeah. Um, but it's just that it was so long ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And all the nights just kind of blur together. It was always, it was always kind of the same yep. thing, you know? I just remember the first day I showed up and I was uh, like barely even met Mike yet. Yeah. And uh, he was like, obviously being manager, doing whatever he needed to do. And he looks at me, he was like, hey, I don't know you, but you're going to be in charge of these kids when I'm not around. I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing. So I don't know what you're expecting me to do here, but... We made it work. Yeah. Did. Yeah. I, yeah, I love working there. That was awesome. It was a good time. The weekends were probably one of the funnest times. They were. I remember working till like 11 sometimes doing like the wood runs and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. And then getting out and going and doing crazy stuff mm -hmm. with everyone else. Uh, there was and times where he, Mike used to do security all the time and mm -hmm. we actually started hanging out more like... He would always be doing his security runs till like two, three in the morning, and uh, I'd always just text him after I'd been drinking, obviously. And I was just like, "Hey, you want to do a smoke break?" And he'd be like, "Yeah." So we'd just go meet down by the docks, and we would just sit there and just smoke cigarettes and just talk about absolutely nothing for like a half hour when he's you know keeping everyone in line. Yeah. So I was definitely a bad influence on him that summer, but I can definitely say he was a bad influence on me as well. So. Dude, though, I don't, I don't think any of us. I think I think everyone that was at the campground that summer just coming together was just like a bad chemistry experiment. It was, but you it know, ended good. Like it we ended don't, great. there were no problems that came from it when a lot of problems could have came from that. Oh man, I got in so much trouble at the end of that summer because yeah. my dad found out about everything. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't. I still to this day don't know who told him. I have ideas, but I remember coming home one day. It's probably the maddest I've ever seen him. He scared the shit out of me. Yep. Took my phone for like. Probably like the first half of the school year. <laughs> it was crazy. Damn. And I remember just like, I remember after that summer being wrecked because I was like, I was I was like distraught. Yeah. At how how everything went with like that girl I had a crush on. Like, do you remember that? Uh, who was that? Julia. I don't know if I should. I mean, her name was Julia. Yeah. I don't want to say her last name. I know. I know her. I know but her. yeah, yeah. So, and yeah. then. 
Yeah. It was like, but I was stupid. I was like, like, how would any girl ever like the guy I was? I mean, I was an idiot. I still like, ask myself that question. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was like, I don't blame her. Yeah. And she did at first, but I just, like, totally ruined it. Yeah. Like, eliminated any chances. Yeah, you try too hard, it always happens. I try. That's, dude, I've been down And that's what Mike so told me, times. too. He was like, you just gotta, you gotta be assertive, but you can't at the same time. You gotta care, but you gotta also not care. It's a very yeah. weird balance that I still have not figured out, and I just don't care to figure out. It's just it's <laughs> too much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely nuts. Yeah, I remember there was a couple girls I was going after that summer, but it was like the same thing. Like, I'd want to talk to them, and then all of a sudden it was just like I tried too hard or I did something stupid, and it was just like, yeah, yeah I'll see you yeah. never. It's like, yeah. It's like it's like fishing for trout. You know, you like try and lure them with the yeah. bait, and then you scare them away. Yeah, if they're not there, they're not there, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it's pretty, it was pretty awful. Plenty of fish yeah. in the sea, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Get Don't tell your girlfriend that, though. No, no. <laughs> She'd be pissed. Obviously. Yeah. Off the record. Off the yeah. record. Off the record. Yeah. There's not plenty of fish in the sea. No, there's, no. Only there's one. one. The there's one for you, and that's there's all one you for need. Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. So, what have you been doing since then? Well, since then, I went on a litany of different jobs. I've pretty much done what I'd like to think is pretty much every job that I could have done. I mean... After that summer, I ended up going to college for my industrial design degree, which is like the pre-phase to engineering, like yep. all design, modeling, stuff like that. Then I stopped that after a year, went and did finished carpentry. Hated that because I was driving down to Mass every day to go do it. I was leaving my house by like 4.30 in the morning to get down there for 6. Wow. Yeah, Boston traffic to not even go to Boston. And then, you know, we get in at 6, so you'd think, like, oh, yeah, we'll get out of here by, like, 2, 2.30. I was like, all right, that makes it good. And then most days we'd be there till 5, 6 at night. And oh, no. my boss was always fluctuating my pay so much. It was just like, yeah, you'll get hourly this week. Oh, you know, you'll get piece work, which is, like, every piece of, like, base you shoot to the wall is, like, 5 bucks or something like that, so... He just, he kept playing with my money so much that it was just kind of like affecting me. So I stopped what, that. Who, who was that for? What company? That was Lloyd and Craftsman. That was uh, my neighbor at the time back in Londonderry. He was running his own finished carpentry business down in oh, okay. Mass. But uh, yeah, I just, I got sick of that. I mean, I love the work. I still do. Um, but I was like, you know what? I have a year of my two-year degree. I might as well go finish it. So then I went into an upfitting company. Um, like building the trucks that work on power lines and stuff. So I was test flying all the new builds, like all the lifts and everything. And wow. it was That's good, awesome. but it was terrifying. Like, you know, you see the guys who are building those trucks and you know, they're like not there <laughs> and you're like, okay, good. I just have to extend this boom 40 feet up in the sky and hope to God no bolts fall out and I don't hit the ground. So that was That's good. Awesome. Um, that was probably the best company I worked for just because it was like a mom and pop kind of thing. It was like everyone, you know, took care of each other. It wasn't like a company. It was more like a family. So it was a much better gig. Um, finished my industrial design degree. Then my mother ended up, you know who Dean Kamen is? Guy who invented uh, the Segway. No, actually. Oh. Yeah, so. Didn't he die? No. So that's actually a common misconception. So Dean never died. Dean invented the Segway. 
and then he sold off the rights of the company to a guy over in Britain, who then started claiming like it was you know his company oh, and whatever. He invented it. No. Yeah, I don't know if he claimed he invented it, but he took over the name of the company and he was the owner of it, and he died oh, because he had yeah he had one <laughs> on his property, and I guess like he was like riding a trail right by like a steep hill with a river or something. And I guess like something happened where like he had to get out of the way real quick and he basically threw himself off the cliff. Wow. Yeah. So Dean's been asked that many times and he's like, nope, still alive, still here. <laughs> That's funny. But wow. uh, my mother ended up meeting him at the VA because he does like a lot of stuff for like veterans and, you know, soldiers who come home. And uh, she was like, oh, my son just finished his degree. And he was like, oh, it's like send me his resume. Like I'll try and mm -hmm. get him in my company. And I was like. This guy is worth like five hundred million dollars. Like yeah. this is one of the richest people I've ever come in contact with. And what's with. his name again? Dean Kamen. Dean Kamen. Great guy. Absolutely okay. outstanding guy. And uh, I ended up going and applying <clears throat> to the industrial design department, which is what I went to school for. Yeah. And the guy who was running the industrial design department was he was a good guy, but like he was just very like in his ways, like he wanted me to go back to some school out west get another four years on my two-year degree and like i hate school yeah, yeah. i'm not good yeah, at it so i i just like started shutting down i was like well this isn't a job for me and then dean walks in and he was like hey i got a better idea why don't you come i'll pay you to work at my house because you have like carpentry experience i'll have you be like my property manager mm. I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, just come up on Saturday. Like, I'll show you around. If it's something you want to do, you can do. I pulled up to this house, man. And it, a mansion doesn't even cover what it was. It was a museum <laughs> of a house. Like, you pull up this long driveway up a big hill to this just absolute behemoth of a house. He's got a full basketball court, full tennis court, full baseball field. Everything he's got a giant wind turbine that powers his house. He's got solar panels. He's got thermoelectric power He has a whole Lake at his house that is specifically just for like thermoelectric for powering He could power his house like Whoa. four different ways if he wanted to like if he wanted to go off-grid It's just there it is gone <laughs> So yeah, I went up and I was like obviously I'm dumbfounded because at this time I'm like 21 years old like you know, yeah. I didn't come from any crazy money so I'm just like walking up and like the door that I'm about to walk through is like twice my size and probably four times my weight and I was like this is nuts wow so that's ridiculous yeah we went down in and he had a whole like a full on machine shop in his house like everything lathes CAD machines uh, just all the crazy like three axis mill machines everything and I'm just sitting there dumbfounded and he was like yeah you want to work here I was like yeah <laughs> so I ended up working there for there for about a year loving every second of it because like as property manager like I would have to you know do all the like little odds and ends day-to-day -day stuff like fix this fix that check that mm -hmm. week and then I would also run all the parties that he had and that was well, the coolest thing yeah because that, like he obviously is big high-end knows all the you know high-end people yeah. So I'm heading all of these parties. Like I'm getting all the caterers together. I'm telling them where to set up. And then like, there's just these wicked rich high end, like government people walking through the door. And, uh, yeah, it was just crazy. Like I remember I was talking to the guy who did it before me. He was helping me. He was like, yeah, we were hanging out one day and will I am just walked through the door. I was <laughs> like, you're going to tell me that I could potentially see like, will I am just walk in this house when I'm working one day. He was like, yeah. 
Like, all right, I'm in. Nice. That's that's wicked cool. Yeah, so that was good for a while. And then uh, a spot opened up in the ID department, the industrial design department at DECA. So I ended up going to do that. And it was good, but I definitely missed working at his house because it was, it was pretty laid back. Like, Dean was at work all day. So, like, obviously yeah. I was doing what I needed to do. But there was no, like, pressure of, like, you got to get yeah. this done. You got to get this done. Yeah, yeah. So it was just kind of at your own pace. It was so nice. Like I didn't yeah. really like I had a boss, but like he wasn't breathing down my neck all day. He's like, as long as things get done, then you're getting paid to be here. And so. you worked in this absolutely sick house. It was crazy. On man. this amazing property. Full indoor swimming pool, everything. Like it was if you walk through the front door, there is this giant, like 30 foot steam engine that the entire entryway wraps around. It takes up two floors. And then you flip a switch and the whole thing will move. Wow. It was crazy. I had to That's work on that. Awesome. I cleaned that. I had to repaint it. It was nuts. Wow. Crazy That's stuff. That's just awesome. Yeah. So I worked at DECA for a little bit in the ID department. Had a good time with that. And then COVID rolled around. And mm-hmm. once they started doing cutoffs, they looked and saw, hey, here's that kid we just hired. He doesn't know <laughs> anything yet. And we can lose him. Outed. Oh, really? Yeah, I got laid oh, off, and it sucked, but that's how I got to where I'm at now. I'm working with uh, another friend of my father. We're doing contractor work, which we're doing, like, bathroom remodels, kitchen remodels, just anything like that, like building decks. And I, I honestly love the work. It's just rewarding to, like, go in and see something and, like, know at the end of it, like, after a few weeks, like, you created something so much better. Yeah. So it's just such a rewarding feeling to do things like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's pretty much where I'm at now. I mean, nothing else crazy. I've just been working like a dog every day. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So did you meet anyone like crazy at uh, any of his parties? Or anything? I met pretty much every governor we've ever had from New Hampshire that is still alive. So I oh. met, um, who's the one now? Christian Nuno? Yeah. I met him, Kelly Ayotte, Gene Shaheen. And then I met a bunch of guys, like, head of the Department of Defense, like, big military guys. And, like, they're coming up and talking to me and asking questions about, like, Dean's work. And I'm like, I don't know. Do you, you want some food? Like, <laughs> I don't know how to answer your question. I'm yeah. terrified to talk to you. You could send a <laughs> missile at my house if I say something wrong. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I didn't meet anyone crazy, crazy. What were the parties like? like- oh, dude, like 400, 500 people walking really? through the door like shuttling people in from wherever and it was just crazy it was like great gatsby type oh yeah 100 like wicked high end everyone's wearing dresses and like all this and it was nuts dude oh man that's awesome and those were honestly good because i'd get into work around like seven eight in the morning and on those party nights i wouldn't leave until probably like 11 o'clock or midnight and yeah. like when i'm at the parties it didn't feel like working because i'm just right going around hanging out talking to people making sure everyone's having a good time didn't feel like work at all it was awesome yeah yeah i wish i stayed with that a little longer just so i could have met anyone more people that would have been sweet yeah that is awesome but thankful for the experience it was good there's no chance you can go back i could i mean there's always a chance because i honestly i don't even think dean knew i got laid off Really? No. Like, oh. he probably does now. It's been a year. But, like, I yeah. guarantee, like, for the first few months, I have no idea. Which sucks because I could easily shoot him an email and be like, hey, still want me to come work back up at the house? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah come on back in. And I'd love to do it. It's just, like, how much, like, movement can I really get out of that? Right, because, yeah. like, what you're, kind of future is Yeah, it? like, you're going to work at his house, and then what's a step up from there? You're, you're going to work at his house. Yeah. yeah. Which. Paint something different. 
Yeah, you'd hope. Yeah. But no, I mean, yeah. I, I'd love to do it. But then again, like I think about it, like once he like he's older, I think he's like in his mid to late sixties now. Like he's, you know, he. I'm obviously gonna outlive him. So what's gonna happen if he passes away? Like, yeah, if I turn, sure. you know, 30, 32, 33, I got a family and stuff, and all of a sudden, like, he goes, and they're just like, all right, what are we gonna do with this house? I'm like, all right, well, more is a better question. What am I gonna do if you get rid of this house? So, yeah, yeah, true. That is true. That's a crazy job, though. Oh yeah, that house is gonna turn into a full-on like Dean Kamen museum eventually like it is just nuts dude like everything in the house is mahogany everything really like they deforested an entire mahogany forest and put <laughs> that house together it was crazy man that's awesome yeah that's good stuff it's interesting working for people like that like bob yeah it was interesting to work for oh him. yeah he's loaded too yep he's absolutely loaded he's a good guy yeah that bobby i'm always curious if he's like in the mob or something I don't think so, but, like, you always have those little thoughts, right? You look at him, and you're kind of just like, I can see that. I remember one day, uh, I mean, you really do kind of got to be tough to be in, like, that kind of position. Oh, yeah. One day, um, Josh and I were on our day off inside the barn. Yeah. Like, getting drinks or something. And we're just inside that little store part. Yep. And there was this guy given, I think it was... It wasn't Sarah, but it was the other other girl that worked there at the time. Oh, there's been um, so many, I couldn't even pick a name. Yeah. Um, someone someone was giving them a hard time. Someone that uh, was renting a, um, a weekend. Yeah, like, yeah, one of the uh, rental sites. Spot. One of the rental sites, yeah. Um, and he just, like, like, grabbed the guy and told him never to come back. Bob is not someone you screw with. No. No. So my friends, um, I don't know if this was 2016. Uh, My friends Danny and Emily camped there for a while. Oh, there was. Yeah, so you remember that. Yeah, I remember that. So, like, they had just implemented that rule that, like, no one under the age of, like, 18 or whatever it was. I think it was 18 because I just turned 18, like, the year prior, and they weren't 18 yet. So there was the rule that said, like, oh, you can't be at camp without you know, being a primary camper or you have to be over 18. They were 17. Uh, so I remember, like, obviously, when you're 17. They were 17? Yeah. I thought they were older than that. No, they're, I think, they're probably, like, 22, 23 now. And you just turned 18 now? So you and Mike are the same age? Uh, yeah, me, I remember and, Mike me and Mike are the same age, yeah. I think I have, like, three months on him, but, okay. yeah, we're the same age. Yeah. But so um, We're only two years apart, then. Who? You and I. And Mike. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I really thought those girls were a lot older. No, Danny and Emily were younger. No, they were they were good people, a little crazy, but still miss them every day. Yeah. No, I remember before um, I knew Danny from, from a friend of mine from before. Yeah. And she was like, I recognize you. We, we actually, we got, out, we got out of the truck at Cumbies. Yeah. And she goes... And and I and she looked at me and she goes, I know who you are. And I'm like, I don't know who Is you that are. a good thing? Yeah. Did you know who I am? Yeah, and and we we like didn't see each other's faces yeah. until we got out of the car, yeah. really. I just like got in and didn't know these people. And um yeah, I thought she was way older. She was like giving me tips on how to deal with um Julia and everything. <laughs> That's Danny. And yeah, she's and got an answer for everything, that yeah. one. 
Oh man, the stuff we got into, the things we did that was not yeah, good. Yeah, we did some crazy stuff. We shouldn't yeah. be alive, but we are. No, absolutely. And we're thankful every day for that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But they, uh, so they got kicked out, and this is where I was going with, like... Oh, they did get kicked yeah, out? Yeah, this is why oh. you don't screw with Bob. So, yeah. like, they were alone at their site, you know, yeah. still underage at the time. Underage, you say, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, like, when you're 17, you have a trailer alone, like, you're going to drink, and you're going to have a good yeah. time with your friends and all that. So, right. I guess security saw them at the site alone, and security went up and, like, knocked on the door, and Emily opened the door, and they had, like, bottles of whatever... Just like right there at the door. So security saw that, called their mother and said like, hey, you guys got to leave. Like you can't like you can't have your kids here. Like you guys have to be here if they're here. Yeah. And I think it seemed like it went pretty well. It was a pretty casual conversation. Were their parents camping? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, they had been there I for they were your guys' friends. No. So they had a trailer there and we met them through camp. Oh, okay. so this was probably like four or five years since they joined up since they've been camping there and then their mother like wrote a review of the campground on the Facebook page like saying like it's unfair like we can't really like always be together but like we have the site so why can't my kids use it and I completely agree with that like if you pay for it it's like having a house it's like let your kids kids yeah let your kids go up and have (laughs) a good time like That rule's probably a little bit relaxed now. I mean, it's probably within... No, I think now it's even worse. I think you can't be there unless... Like, no no one who is not a primary camper can be there without an adult. But, like, as long as you're on their good side, like, no one's really going to bat an eye. But, like, if you already have your... You know, if you're already under the microscope, like, that's when you're going to have Or if you're being an idiot outside, you know, like, running around drunk. No, I know plenty of people who did that. (laughs) But uh, in that review, her mother, like, basically, like, the last thing she said was, like, Bob, the owner, needs to be, like, more accepting of this. I can't believe he's this way. And basically, like, started trash-talking Bob. Really? The next day, Bob called them and said, you're leaving. We're pulling your trailer today. Wow. Kicked out instantly. No argument, no nothing. He gets stuff done fast, too. He is not someone you screw with. Yeah. at all remember there's another story like one of the rental people like you know they were just up there for the weekend they don't know anybody up there they're just there with their family yep. and there's the five and a half mile an hour rule where you can't go you can't drive that quick because oh, yeah. there's kids and all that Bob owns the campground Bob can do whatever he wants right Bob was driving at normal Bob speed which is probably like 10 to 12 miles an hour yeah yep. one of the rental people jumps in front of his car oh, and yeah. stops him and starts to scream at him and says I'm going to call the owner. You can't be doing this. And he, I just remember hearing him go, <laughs> call him. Call him. <laughs> call him right now. Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> he's a great guy, but you just don't get on his bad side. No, you can't you do it. No. I would never want to be on the receiving end of any no. of that wrath. My friend was once. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, you know. Yep. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky was. Because Ricky didn't know he was scheduled once. Yep. Do you remember that? I know... Hit me with a story again, because I vaguely remember it, but a refresher is never bad. Okay, so not only did Ricky not know he was scheduled for the weekend, but Bob filled in for him. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it was that Monday or so, 
We were doing we were doing wood we were doing wood for forever. Do you think that was like punishment? Oh yeah, hundred percent. It was like a ninety degree day. Hundred percent. And we were doing wood like it had to have been at least four hours by then. Like all morning we were doing wood. And um, and Ricky gets called up to the uh, to the barn, and I was told to pull weeds at the playground or whatever, mm-hmm. which is you can see the picnic tables. Yep. Right. You know where I'm, yeah where I am yeah yeah. And they were sitting out there. Mike was with them. Bob was there. Ricky was there. I could hear Bob like like freaking flipping out. <laughs> Mike was sitting there, and I could see his like arms jaw dropped, eyes open, like this poor kid. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and and Mike was talking to me later. He was like, he was like, I thought, I thought Ricky was gonna die. <laughs> I thought he was gonna fire him right there. He didn't fire Ricky. Ricky's just he he works so hard. Yeah. And all that, you know. He and I think he he genuinely didn't know. Yeah. Genuinely. And as long as I think Bob knew, like it's not like he advertently like took the days off. Like it's not yeah, like oh exactly. I got scheduled, I'm not going in. Yeah. And I and I I'm pretty sure I remember I did check and he wasn't written on the schedule. Yeah. So it was like last minute thing that Bob just thinks you should have known kind of yeah. thing. I remember for a while the schedule was you call Bob in the morning. Yep. And <laughs> see if you're working. Yep. Which was horrible. That was just awful. Yeah, that was my big thing when I worked there because, like, obviously I wanted to work as much as possible, but I also camped there. Yeah. So, like, I wanted to still enjoy the weekends with my friends and do all that. And I told Bob, I was like, hey, I will work sun up to sundown and every hour in between. Like, I will do any hour you need Monday to Friday. Like, yep. call me, I'm there. But I just, I'd rather have my weekends to hang out with my friends. And he was like, well, you know, this is like a weekend-based campground. I'm like, yes, I understand that, and that's why I'm asking. Like, we pay money to enjoy the campground, and I want to have the best of both worlds where I can work for you, make the money I need to. You can, like, call me up absolutely any time, and I'm there. But I just want to be able to enjoy what we are doing here. Yeah. And it went well for a while, and then um, I think something happened where, like, I, I originally worked at Market Basket before that, and I would do a transfer up to the Rochester store. And I think they, like, offered me money or something to come back for the summer. And I was like, oh, I really like working at camp. And I tried to call Bob, and I was like, hey, I want to talk to you about this. Like, I, I really do want to work here, but they're offering me more money. And he never called me. Really? And I called him. This was probably, like, a full week. I called him every day, and I never saw him because he was down at the auto body or something. Yeah. So I just had to take the job because they were going to offer me more money. And then I remember, like, I ended up seeing Bob, and he was like, hey, I'm so sorry about not calling you. I was like, it's water under the bridge. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, yeah. I would have much rathered work here, but just, like, the communication just wasn't there. So Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think um, after a while, it ended up being we were never scheduled during the week. Yeah. And we just showed up at 7 every day. You know, and then and then ended at whatever time. Yeah. Like four or five or six, whatever time we ended. You definitely but. put you guys to work, I'll tell you that. You guys <laughs> were working like dogs. Yeah, absolutely. I remember. It was super fun, though. Like, there's no job I've had that's ever been as good as that. No, it was good just because, like, when you work with good people and you're having yeah. a good time. Like, if you're just working by yourself work all day. crazy people, too. Oh, like, dude. Remember, it was that guy, James? James. James, James was good. Dude. Kid from Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's I still got him on Facebook. He's a, he's still wicked funny. Oh, I'm sure he was something else though. Yeah. He also liked to hire sketchy people. 
like um, there were a few people that were just coming out of jail. Yeah, there were a few of those. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, what was his name? I can't remember his name now. But he he left the campground. He worked there for like thirteen years or something like that. And he left the campground and then got busted in mass for like dealing cocaine. Oh, you're talking about Donnie. No, 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 not Donnie. Not Donnie? Because Donnie, no. I was going to say, because Donnie didn't get busted with actual drugs. He, like, I think his brother got busted, and then somehow that, like, interpreted into Donnie, like, being a part of it. As far as that one, I don't Donnie think Donnie was, was awesome. His. Donnie was awesome. He still is one of the greatest guys I've met. And he was just so good with the kids. Like, every time yeah, they walk in, he was yeah. such, like, a good guy. Yeah, he was. He was, he was, he was absolutely. I remember every time like they used to have the buzzer at the gate and yep. like if you don't have a card you gotta buzz in. Yeah. Every single time without fail, he saw it was me, he would go, McDonald's, would you like to supersize that? And then like every time for like at least thirty seconds, like I would have a line of cars behind me putting in a McDonald's order. I'm like, Yeah, can I get a two McDoubles? Uh can I get an ice cream? He's like, Oh, ice cream machine's broken. And I was like, Oh really? Shocking. Oh man. That's awesome. Uh, Donnie was a good guy. I miss him. Yeah. Well, he's not there anymore? No. Uh, Is he around at all? No, I, haven't, I don't think he's been there for like two years now. I don't know if something happened again or if he just decided he didn't want to work there, but I haven't seen him around. I know Bob had Sarah's old house for him for a while. Yeah, yeah. Sarah, yeah, he was living there for a while. And Sarah, I don't even think Sarah lives there anymore. I think she lives no, somewhere she, over by Farmington area. She, um... She bought a house that she turned into like a horse ranch. I remember going there and cleaning it up. Nice. For for Bob when I still worked there. Yeah, that was another thing about working for Bob. It's just like you could do stuff for Grandview or there's just like Bob tells you to go do it. You, yeah. you go do it. Like yeah. you don't question it. It's just like, hey, yeah. I need you to go here, pick this up and bring it back. Yeah. What does this exactly. have to do with Grandview? Doesn't matter. Go do there it. There were times where we were going down the mass like five days a week. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. I'm glad I never had to do that. I hate driving to Mass. No matter what job I get, I will never go back to Massachusetts. Dude, I hate that state. <laughs> Wait, where do you live now? Um, so right now I'm doing like the half and half. So like I have my house with my cousin down in Litchfield, New Hampshire, which is like just south of Manchester. Yeah. So I'm there like half the week, and then I'm up here with my parents half the week. So just because my dog is up here, and, you know, it's nicer to – get away and be on the lake even if it's frozen just to do something other than sitting in damn near manchester yeah, yeah exactly yeah and it's actually pretty fun up here it is you it get, is you get the winter sports we did stuff. a lot of ice fishing this summer or this summer this winter did a lot of ice fishing it was good like we'd never we were never a big ice fishing family at all anyway but you know living on the lake we we're like ah you know what we might as well try it that is how i learned that ice fishing is much more about catching a buzz than an actual fish <laughs> because you drill all those holes, you drop the flags in, and then you are just freezing the whole time. Yeah. So the only thing you can do waiting for the flags to come up is just drink. Exactly. Yep. And then you just get to the point where, like, you see a flag go up and you're falling four times to get to the flag. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you want to drink or anything? There's, we got plenty of stuff in the fridge. Um, I'm good for now. No, you're good? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, do you do any snowboarding or anything? I love snowboarding. I haven't gone in probably four years. It really? sucks. I just, like, I haven't, I don't have anyone to go with mainly is the problem. And I don't know, I just can't justify spending 
90 to to $100 on a lift ticket. For just yourself. For just me. And then to go and, what, ride the mountain maybe five times? Yeah, that's true. It is really expensive now. But I just bought a, of course, like two years ago when I was working at DECA, like I had a lot of money saved up and my sister worked at a snowboard shop. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just buy a new board. So I bought a new board, new boots, new bindings, dropped like probably 900 bucks. They have still not touched a single thing. Really? Not worn them. I haven't even put the boots on my feet yet. That stinks. It sucks. We, we'll go, we should go next year. I'm down. Yeah, definitely down. We get Mike into it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to have his hands tied down a lot. Uh, well, he's got his house now. He's got. He's getting married this year. Yeah, that's awesome. We got Mikey, so he's just got a lot going on, and he works for UPS, and yeah. he's just he's slaving away. He's got a life. Yeah, he's he's yeah. doing good for himself, though. I can't say yeah. anything bad against it. He is working his ass off to get to where he wants to go, and I respect yeah. that about him. Yeah, he's not the crazy eighteen-year-old no, kid anymore. No, no, he is. I, I would say we collectively, as a friendship, me and him, calmed down a lot since then. Yeah, we still have our nights, but like <laughs> nothing compared to that. Yeah. That's I remember at the boat launch, ripping donuts. Remember that? Oh, I remember. I remember there was one time I still had my old Monte Carlo back then, and uh, I think we were drinking at my site. I don't think he was drinking, but like he was like, "Oh, my buddy's down at the boat launch. He needs me to go pick him up." And I think I picked him up from his house. And I was like, "I don't want to drive at the boat launch." He was like, "Oh, I'll take the car." I was like, "All right." Careful. Oh, it's old. I think I was there. Were you? I think I might have been there. I think I remember. I was like, where'd Mike go? He's yeah. Like, you were like, oh, yeah, he went to pick up a friend. And I was like, yeah. Oh, he took your money, Carl? Yeah. Mm, so he yeah. took my car, and I was like, hey, just careful. It's old. It's already got like a couple issues. Like, just don't hammer it, please. He was like, oh, I won't. I'm sitting at my site, and then all of a sudden, through the absolute silence, I hear, where? You can hear it. I remember. Where? I was like, you son of a bitch. I should have known you would do exactly what I told you not to do. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I was sitting there, oh. and we could hear your car screaming from across the lake. Oh. That was awesome. That was hilarious. Definitely. And what happened to that car now? Oh, yeah. That, that's long gone. I probably, like, four weeks after that, like, I was driving home back to Londonderry on 125, mm-hmm. and uh, I hit my brakes. Like, it was a quick stop. Brake pedal just dropped to the floor. I blew the brake line. Going like 55 on 125. Had to fly into like the side, like the culvert. Like it was raining. So I'm bouncing off rocks. Water's flying up over the windshield. I had my buddy in the passenger seat. And I was just like somehow incredibly calm the whole time. I don't really remember it. I just like it was such like an event that I don't remember it. But he swears like he was freaking out the whole time. And the only thing I said, like, when the brake pedal hit the ground and then I started pulling on the culvert, I just went, hold on. <laughs> and I was straight-faced the whole time until we came to a stop. And I look over, and he's sitting there shaking, and I'm like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, my hand starts to shake, and I was like, oh, my God, we almost just died. That's awesome. It was terrifying. This year was the first time I've ever been in an actual accident. Yeah? Yeah. I was um. Uh, I went down to, oh, I think it was in, no, it wasn't New Jersey. It was, I was in New Jersey when I got into the accident. Yeah. I think, man, where was it? I went, anyway, I went somewhere with my sister to get her friend that she met in Georgia that needed a place to stay. Yeah. 
So, um, she actually lives with my parents now. She's doing really well. She got her driver's license and everything. That's awesome. But, yeah, so she was with her dad in, um, I can't remember what state it was in. But we went and picked her up in this wicked, sketchy neighborhood. Yeah. Just, like, it was, it was just not a good environment. Yeah. And she didn't like where she was. Like, she hadn't been with her dad for very long. And it didn't really seem like that family got her, the guard got their shit together. Yeah. So, it was, um... It was really good that that we picked her up, but on the way back, it, we I left at like ten o'clock at night yep. with with my sister, and obviously I didn't sleep that day. Yep. So drove through the night, and this is like a six hour drive or something Ugh. like that. Um, was falling asleep on the way down. Yep. And then on the way back, it's morning time, mm-hmm. and I was just trying to stay awake. And my sister and her were, were falling asleep. Yep. We also took my sister's dog. And we had her cat. Um, oh, boy, so you just had a full truck. Yeah, my sister's friend's cat. And all of her stuff in the car. <laughs> in the truck. And uh, it was my, my parents' Suburban. Yeah. And uh, I just... All I remember is just smashing into the center median. I fell asleep. Like, just car bouncing everywhere. Um, that they didn't terrifying. totally. Yeah, it was terrifying. I just woke up and there were airbags everywhere. Oh yeah, we were on the we were in the center of the highway. My sister's cat pistol all over my pistol over my or my sister's friend's cat pistol all over the place. Her my sister's dog was the calmest of all of them. He was just like, what the heck's going on? You know? cool. Yeah, he was asleep too. But yeah, no one was there to wake me up or anything. No one had any idea yeah. that I was crossing like three lanes. Yep. <laughs> you know. And uh, lesson learned. I should have pulled over and we should have slept. I, I was trying to make it back for work. Yep. Not that I was even going to be like able to function at work. I should have thought about that. Uh, dude, falling asleep at the wheel is terrifying. I've had it happen once. I was driving, uh, I forget where. I think it was like two in the morning. And I was trying to get somewhere. I was driving down, I forget what highway it was. I think it was 16 or something. I was in the slow lane, falling yep. asleep, trying not to, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, you just feel like your eyes getting heavy. And, dude, I went from the slow lane, and I swear to God, I blinked. <laughs> and I was in the fast lane, three lanes over, going toward the guardrail. And I was like, <gasps> oh! Yeah. Saved it, and I was like, I need to pull over. But I was <laughs> yeah. like, you just get to that point where you're like, I'm 15 minutes away from home, and I think that just woke me up more than anything, so I'll be okay now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When when that happens, usually I pull over, and I do some jumping jacks or something, and I'm good for, like, the next 10 minutes. Yep. And then I'll do it again, do some push-ups, and I'm good. Uh, you get to the point where, like, you have the music blast and the windows, like, all windows the way down, down. And you're screaming yeah. the lyrics to keep yourself away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, or you're, like, eating or yep, something like that. you're doing anything to keep yeah. your brain Yeah, keep awake. your senses moving yep. yeah 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 that, that was probably that's the first time i've ever been in a real, real crash i've never been in a crash that was my own fault i did when i got the money before i even registered it or anything i think i was like freshly 16 at this time mm-hmm. i had it for six days i was driving to school and i was like stopped in the you know in the road trying to take a left turn waiting for the cars to go by this guy in a truck comes up tries to get around me tears up my right side from bumper to bumper door takes my window off everything and drives away and like me being 16 with a new car 
Logic is not a thing at this point. A logical person would have followed him, tried to get his license plate, called the cops, done all that. My only thought was, I need to get to school and see how bad this is. So I just drove away, and I got to school, and then I called my dad. I was like, hey, this is what happened. And he was like, you didn't follow him? I was like, no. He was like, do you get a license plate? I was like, no. He was like, what's wrong with you? He was like, I wanted to make sure my car was okay. And yeah, I had to, they, they totaled it there. And it was all really cosmetic aside from the mirror. Like I just had to replace the fenders and everything. But, you know, it was a 01 Monte Carlo. I bought it for like $2,500. So like, yeah. it doesn't take much to total a car like that. Mm-mm. So they totaled it. We got the money and then we just like completely fixed it up. Got new front end, new everything. And like when you have a salvaged car, like you have to go and get a salvage title. Like once it's right. all fixed and all that. So... Got everything done, dropped all the money I had out of pocket to fix that thing. And then all of a sudden, I was working one day at Market Basket, and I come out, and someone slammed a car into the brand new front end and cracked it. Really? I was like, are you kidding me? I glued it all back together, tried to make it look nice, everything. Went for the inspection, and they were like, what's that? I was like, it's a crack in the front fender. Like, I fixed it. They were like, sorry, can't pass inspection. It has to be brand new. I was like... I have really? to go buy another new front end right now. A lot of times there's loopholes where you can like tape them or glue them. Oh, dude, or they, something they like weren't that. gonna pass me because like the you know how like when you turn the uh, the dial for like the air in your car, how like it goes from like face to feet to window. Yeah. That thing was laggy, like it didn't go right away. Really? It took a second, like it was sticky, and they were like, "Yeah, you gotta fix that too." Yeah. I was like, "What does that have to do with a drivable car at all?" Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of times, um, I remember uh, when I used to work uh, for the dealership that I worked for a little while ago. There were there were things you could do where, um, you know, like sharp edges didn't pass inspection. Yep. But if you like taped it off, then obviously it was sharp. No, it's not sharp. You ain't gonna cut so, yourself. Yeah. So. That pass. No, they, they just, that kind of stuff city of Manchester did not like me enough to give me any kind of pass. Oh, so. uh, yeah. How long you lived in New Hampshire? Uh, we moved up here when I was two. Oh, so, okay. So you've been up here a while. Yeah, I've been here okay. for 20, going on 23 years now. I think I just kind of assumed you were from Mass because everyone else in the campground is. Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> well, so my parents are from Mass originally, and then I was yeah. born in Mass, and we lived down in Malden for two years, obviously. And then, like, my parents kind of, like, looked at each other, like, do we really want him raised here? So they ended up moving us up to Londonderry and way better place. Like, you know, you're going from city streets and potential gunshots to, like, the worst thing anyone does in Londonderry is they go on the apple orchards and they steal apples. It's literally all it is. We lived in Appleville, USA. That's really All it was. My town was, like well known for it like all of the presidential elect candidates would always come to Londonderry and go to the apple orchard and that was like really? the big thing it's like oh they're coming to visit Max Apples it's like why does anyone care about an apple orchard <laughs> it's been a really fancy apple orchard it wasn't no it was just a it wasn't like Martha's apple orchard it was old and big, and that's really all it had going for it. Yeah. Like, the family who opened it, like, you know, it was around since revolutionary times kind of thing. They went through the prohibition when they hacked down all the apple trees. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. you know that before beer, 
that we mostly drank hard cider. That was like the drink. It's perfect. I love hard cider. Yeah, I, think I, I guess thought it's a long fine back then. I guess it's taken a while for it to come back because they chopped down all the apple trees that were like a sour variety. Yeah, because that's that's what they made their hard cider yeah. cider out of. Isn't that crazy? Uh, I'd have to actually look into it. I don't. I don't think that ever happened in Londonderry. That or they just never talk about it. But yeah, I know Max has been. It was like one of the big three families that like founded Londonderry was the Max. And oh, they have okay. owned that apple orchard for 300-something years. Like, wow. And they just sold it last year. They sold it? They sold it. Like they, Man, s- they had a good streak going. They had it awesome. Like, that's like, the biggest plot of land in all of Londonderry. Like, that was, like, the thing that was going to stop all the mass holes that are moving up and trying to turn New Hampshire into Massachusetts. That was going to uh, stop them. Yeah. But then they sold it. And they sold it to, like, a couple guys in that lived in Derry. But, like, they sold this apple orchard. Keep in mind, like, I... Couldn't even begin to guess how many acres or whatever, but like they sold it to them, especially nowadays where like people are selling their houses for like 500, 600K. They sold that entire app, entire apple orchard with all of the everything, all the tools, the barns, everything for like 350,000. No, they did. Yeah. That's horrible. And I was like, I would have bought it for that. Yeah, exactly. You're really going to give it to two guys who have no idea what they're doing. And even like you... My buddy used to work there, and he met the guys who bought it. And he was like, they have no idea what they're doing. Like, this place is going to go downhill. Oh, no. It's still floating now, but oh, it's like letting me go and work at NASA. It's like, you, really, yeah. you think I'm qualified for this? Okay, you could put me in that seat, but I can't promise you what's going to happen. Jeez, 300, 300 years, was, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it was like Londonderry's biggest historic marker, and it still is. So, like, they went through the historical society, so yeah. they can't actually tear it down and build anything, but we'll see how long that lasts. So, they started it before we even were a country. Um, like, independent. I believe so. I mean, I don't know the exact day. I know, like, Londonderry itself was founded in, like, 1719. Oh yeah, so, so it wasn't well. yeah, it wasn't long after that Max became a thing. Yeah, they're they're well before yeah. they claimed independence. Back when the That's Brits crazy. took over. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. I cannot wait for summer. Dude, I need it like, so bad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just coming back from Florida this past week, like I don't I didn't want to come back. It was just so nice yeah. and warm and I didn't have to do a thing. Go yeah. sit on the beach and burn. It'd be so nice to just go sit on the lake and have a fire yeah, again, dude. Watch the sun go down. It really will. I gotta have my car fixed for summer. What's wrong with it? The wheel bearing blew up on the highway. Oh, that's good. The blue Corvette sitting out there. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, the wheel was like cambered in, <laughs> and and uh, we just we just like got it loose today, and I could take the hub and like wiggle it around. It was awful. That's was safe. Just, yeah. <laughs> It was really bad. But yeah. You got any fun cars or anything? I just got the Jeep. Yeah. The Jeep's a good one. Nice. It was always the car that I always wanted. Like, I yeah. don't even... Re- I did some off-roading, like, the first year I got it, and then last year I just didn't really get around to it. But it's just nice to have. Like, I don't really care for, like, the fast cars. Like, going yeah. 150 miles an hour, like, some back road isn't really, like, a big thing to me. Like, if yeah. I'm going to get to A to B, I want to get to A to B in a fun way rather than a fast way. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, through Londonderry, there's a lot of, like, little back roads that you can take through, like, the power lines and everything, which you technically can't drive on, but, like, they're really going to yell at you. Yeah. So, like, anytime I'd go anywhere, like, I knew all the back roads, so I would just rip down a back road and just mud up the Jeep down the back road, and I'd pull back on. That's awesome. Yeah, the power lines, like, around here kind of all bring you to different places, like, kind of all connect. Yeah. I think I think that'll bring you to Walmart. Yeah, so the one, yeah, the one right by camp shoots directly down to Walmart, and that's kind of mm-hmm. why, you know how if you come down Four Rod Road right to Ten Rod, and there's that big field on the left? Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's that Class 6 road right at the other side, like right, right. So it splits like straight down from where Four Rod would go. Yeah, the one they tell you you can't go down? Yeah, and it's a Class 6 road. It's un- completely untaken care of. I've walked it a bunch, but like if they were to ever pave that, like it goes right to the back of Tractor Supply. Yeah. So it would just be huh. so much quicker for everyone to get there rather than going all the way down Ten Rod to the lights over the highway, down all that. Like you're sitting in all that traffic, and that road is never easy to get down. So, but the problem with that is if they pave that, then they're going to want to develop all of that yeah, land. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take yeah. the extra five minutes driving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah seriously. It's, it's amazing looking at um, the maps of all the old. Class six roads. I know it. Around here, there's still a bunch. If you go down, um, there's a ton. Yeah, if you get out back and out back of Farmington mm-hmm. and all that, and uh, up into Milton. I know. I know there's a, a trail that you can't technically go on, but like you can drive right to the top of Blue Job. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. And my dad did it a couple of years ago with his Jeep, and I was like, I want to do that. He was like, Your Jeep isn't lifted at all. You're not gonna make it. And I was like, oh, Thanks. That hurts. Yeah, I think I know. I think I know the one you're talking about. Is it the? Um, you go on the backside, Blue Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Past the Scruton's fields. Yeah, it's right by Scruton, I think. Yeah, and uh, um, it's actually gated off, but there's always a spot where you can drive. There's around. like a rock. He explained it to me. Like you have to basically crawl up a boulder and then mm-hmm. crawl back down it. Like it's not yeah. easy to do, but you can do it. You yeah, know? people people do that all the time. Yeah, it's like. With, like, four wheelers and dirt bikes a lot. Yeah. You're not supposed to, but, yeah. I was still blown yes. away. I remember I went up Blue Job. I usually climb it, like, eight, nine times a year just because it's so close. It's easy. To and do. it's so nice. Yeah. And pretty. And I walked up there, and there was just a lady on a horse at the top of the mountain. Oh, yeah. They do that all the time. I had not known that. So <laughs> I got up to the top, and I am just, like, I don't even know where I am. Yep. I'm looking at this. I walked up and I was like, this is easily the weirdest thing I've ever seen. She was like, oh, we do this all the time. I was like, I do this all the time. I have never seen you up here. <laughs> the horse is just staring out at all, like the views and everything. And the first thing that goes through my brain is like, does he even know what he's looking at right now? Like, I come up here to look at this and he's just like existing here. Yeah. Like, you lucky bastard. That's awesome. Yeah, that's beautiful. It was good. It's we really do have it all here. It is. It's there's so much like everything is so easy to get to. Like if you want to yeah. go to Portsmouth, it's a half hour. Dover, twenty minutes. Uh, Alton Bay, another half yeah. hour up north. You want to go climb mountains? It's it's all here. It's yeah, nice. it really is. Yeah, if you go to, if you want to go to a nice lake or a nice beach or something like that, there's the boardwalk at um, crap. What is it? On Wanapisaki. Alton Bay. Yeah, it's Alton Bay, but it's um. Uh, Weir's Beach, Wolfboro. Weir's Beach. Weir's Beach. It's Weir's Beach. Yeah, yeah Weir's Beach is beautiful. 
It's an awesome beach. It's got all classic like arcades on it. I definitely don't go up there as much as I want to. I want to go up there a lot. I, I don't go up there very often either, yeah. but I really should. It's, it's awesome. This is the drive-in theater, which I've been to yep. a few times. I saw Ghostbusters there. Like the original That's Ghostbusters. That's awesome. It was sick. Yeah. And uh, the only thing I say they should do is bring the classic speakers that you put in your car back yep. instead of doing the radio. Yep. That'd be so fun. But... um. Yeah, and then we have 15 minutes from that beach, we have Mount Major. I still haven't done Mount Major, and I grew up here. I want to do oh, it dude, so it's bad. It's awesome. This is I another one of those Mount. things. It's like snowboarding. It's like I can't ever, I can't find people to go with, so I don't go. Really? No yeah. one you know likes hiking? Uh, the one buddy that I had who, like, you know, used to go snowboarding with me, used to do all that stuff. Like, he got into, I don't want to say an accident. Like, he's from Mass. He actually got stabbed. In his oh. leg and oh. pretty much bled out, died. That's, oh, but really? like he, they saved him. Like he okay. had to go through like two full body transfusions because he was like leaking blood that bad. Wow. But like that's kind of killed our adventures for the past couple of years. Like he used to be the one I would go and do everything with, and then he's still like trying to get mobility back into his leg. Like three years later, like he's better now, but it's just a matter of like how better is yeah good enough yeah. to do that. Yeah, that is that does take a certain amount of strength. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, then we can go to the beat. We can go to uh, the ocean at the same time. Hampton's nice. Yeah, it's not the best beach, but it's or York, beach. York, Maine. You ever been there? York's nice. It's just small. Like if you yeah, yeah, I would go. Well, there's short sands in there. I go to sands. long sands. Like oh, I used to only go to short sands because that's all I knew. Yeah, but long sands is way nicer. Yeah, it is. Except the short sands got the uh, goldenrod and the. Uh, yeah, the arcades and everything. The arcade and all that, yeah. Those are cool. Yeah, it was a good yeah. place. Yeah, it's packed, though. Oh, yeah, always. All the time. But if you go to York, you're getting the nicer people. Mm-hmm. If you go to Hampton, you're getting... Have you ever been to um, Old Orchard up in Maine? I think once. I've never been, and I heard it's supposed to be, like, wicked nice. Yeah, Old Orchard's super nice, apparently. It's that's That's what I've heard, anyway. I've been asked to go. We went to the secret spot in Maine, like, uh, that, my, that my sister found a while ago, and we had a little fire on it. That's awesome. Nothing yeah. better than a beach fire. Yeah, you were you were allowed to, though. It's like, um, like you just kind of go there, Yeah. and you can chill and have fires. It was pretty cool. Like, it wasn't super well-known. Yeah. But it's like one of those campsites where you can just show up and plant yourself. Yeah, you're just there. You know, yeah, it's pretty cool. So my friend, she her uh, what was I? Her grandfather has a house on Martha's Vineyard, mm-hmm. and he actually had access to a private beach over on the west side of the island. Wow! So it was awesome. Like we'd go there. There's like no one ever there. Like beautiful beach. And then we ended up just like going there one time. We were like, let's just bring food. We'll light a fire. We'll cook all the food, like complete survivor style. Like, yep. got a bunch of driftwood, lit it up. We found this big, huge, like flat rock that we had the uh, the fire going underneath. We used that as like a grill. That's Grilled awesome. up some chicken and stuff, dude. It was so cool. That is awesome. It was the coolest. Do you do camping or anything though? Uh, I used to do camping a lot way back in the day, but I haven't done much of it lately. Mostly because I've just been so like privileged into like being a camp oh yeah it's just like my definition of camping went from i'm in a zero degree sleeping bag freezing waking up with back pains to oh i'm in a camper let's turn the ac on yeah yeah exactly 
Yeah, glamping. Yes, yes, yeah, glamping. That's what they call it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going camping again. It's just I don't know. Same song. Like I just I don't have anyone to go with. Yeah. It's kind of my biggest yeah. problem. Like there's so many things I want to do in life, but I just don't have anyone to do it with. And like I'm I could do it by myself, but where's the yeah, fun? Yeah, no, that's kind of boring. Yeah, you can make memories with people. You don't make memories by yourself. Yeah, my friends and I have like kind of an annual camping trip to uh normally we go to the spot up in um just past North Conway. I can't remember what town it is, but I call it Conway because it's so close. That's yeah, fair enough. Close just, enough. Just out of there, so. But um, this place, it's on the east branch of the Saco River. Yep. And you can stay there seven days a week. That's awesome. For free. You just go in there and find a site that's not occupied. That's sweet. But then if your seven days are up, you can just move to a different campsite. Move to a site. Yeah. yeah so awesome. we usually take a weekend. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's pretty sweet. You get pretty crazy just, like, you know, chilling. You know, drinking, whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, yeah me, it's crazy. Me and my buddies wanted to float the Sacco, and we always talked about that, like, because obviously, like, I don't know if it's obvious, but, like, my parents used to do it all the time when, like, they were our age. Like, they'd get, mm-hmm. you know, their group of, like, 15, 20 friends together. They'd all go float the Sacco for a weekend, and, like, the stories I always heard were crazy, and I was like, I want to go do that. But I we did that this past summer. You did? It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we did, like, a day trip. Yeah. It wasn't crazy. Yeah, I think it was you can, like, you can put too. on higher or lower, depending on, like, how long you want to be there or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it it's a long river. <laughs> so, yeah, you kind of just plan where you want to end up instead of vehicle, you know, or someone to pick you up. That's awesome. Yeah, it, is, it was really fun. There was way too many people for it to be, like, a camping trip, though. Yeah. It was, like, a, a group thing, you know, um... Still a good time, man. It was awesome. I, I had never done it before. But there was this rope swing that we found. Yeah. It was ridiculous high. Dude. It was awesome. It was so fun. It was like the cliff I jumped off out west of Yellowstone. That's awesome. Yeah. When I went out there, there was this um this mountain I climbed um in the Tetons, I think. Yeah. Um, which is the national park just below Yellowstone. Yep. And uh, there's a lake at the top of it, and a cliff that goes above the lake that people jump off into. That's awesome. It was wicked awesome. The trick with that is you don't think about it. Yep. You just run and jump. You know, just don't. You know, or if you if you walk up to it and you're like, no, you start to hesitate. Yeah, you're like, oh, every time. Now your stomach's going. Don't think, just go. Yeah, don't think, just go. It was, it was, and it's so rewarding at the yep. end. Yeah, after you do it, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, there's a little rope swing over in Manchester into this like really crappy little pond, but it's like a wicked high rope swing. It's probably got, if you go off full arc, you're probably going to fall like 15, 20 feet. Yeah. And I used to go to that all the time, like right when I got my license. Me and my buddies would always go. And I used to do backflips all the time off that. Until the one time I, like, I think there was a girl there or something. I was trying to impress her. I was like, I'm going yep. to go for a double. <laughs> I came down full arc, probably 15 feet directly on my back. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I echoed throughout that whole place. <laughs> I came up, and I thought I was going to drown because I got the wind knocked out of me so bad. My back was on fire. 
I was <laughs> trying to get to the freaking to the shore. Yeah. I am just like gasping for breath. I got to the shore. I couldn't say a word, couldn't breathe. Like tears were coming down my face. I was just like, <gasps> help me. <laughs> and I've never tried it again. That's awesome. <laughs> that was the day. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rope yeah, are awesome. Yes, they are. Yeah. It's terrifying, but awesome. Yeah. Can't wait for summer now. Amen, brother. Can't come fast enough. Seriously. Yeah. I need it. Well, that was awesome. Uh, thanks for coming over and doing this. Anytime, brother. Glad to have. Really cool. Glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah. There's the um, the story of uh, working for who was it again? Um, Dean. Dean. Yeah. That's that's really cool. That's not. An opportunity maybe we'll get to do. No, no, I was lucky to have that one. Yeah. And honestly, I, I got to hit him up again and just at, thank him. Maybe he'll be yeah. like, hey, I'll give you like 80K to come work at my house. And be like, yeah, no, I'll definitely <laughs> come back and work at your house. Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. That would be sweet. Cool. cool. Well, we're going to yeah. hang it up. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem.